0: This game is played by adults going over adult content. You've been warned! Welcome to Yes Please, the D&D podcast companion to Check Please. This series of podcasts take place in between the episodes of the main Check Please series and go into more detail and depth about specific people and events. This episode takes place in canon during the events of episode 62.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to Yes, Please. So, this episode takes place the evening of March 6th. The party has arrived in Ostrovik, and you are all staying the night there before you continue on your quest to confront Clarv. That night, Sol, you are plucked away. From whatever it is you were doing that evening.
0: Not sleeping.
1: Whether you were still with Grow, whether you had sent Grow away by this point, doesn't really matter. Because right around the strike of midnight, you suddenly find yourself standing in an ornate looking room.
0: Ornate? Mm hmm.
1: Very fancy looking. Okay. The arch- Like physically, I've been taken? Mm hmm. So- oh. Suddenly, like everything fades to black for just a moment. And then this you- isn't
0: even just in my head. No. Oh, shit.
1: And then you find yourself standing in a very fancy room. The room is roughly octagonal-shaped, and there are archways opening up onto balconies that face pretty much every direction. The wind is blowing in and out of the room. A nice gentle breeze is blowing in, and the room feels interesting. Like, you feel a sense of curiosity, I guess. But you can look out, and it's somehow it's daytime here. Even though it was midnight where you just were.
0: Okay. So, I'm in an ornate room Mm -hmm. with pillars, but it's looking outside?
1: Yeah, there's archways in all eight directions out of the room.
0: Okay, Uh, okay. And
1: the archways open up into the outdoors, but you look outside and all you can see is the sky.
0: Is there a ceiling?
1: Yeah, there's a ceiling above you. And uh, the arches all meet together and come to a beautiful point in the top of the room. It's almost like you're at the top of a spire. There is a staircase cut into the floor nearby that leads downward. Other than that, there's no furniture here of any kind.
0: Can I look out past the clouds? Yeah. The floor just drops off after the...
1: Right, so you want to take a look out there?
0: Archways. I just want to look, yeah. yeah.
1: So you peer outside and you see the sky. And if you walk to the edge of the archway, you can, it opens up into a very small balcony that maybe only goes out two feet or so. It has a handrail on all the balconies. And you can look down and you can see the ocean far, far beneath you. You see that you are on the top spire of an enormous tower jutting out of the ocean.
0: Jutting out of the ocean. Okay. It's not a lighthouse or anything, is it?
1: No, it's far taller than any structure you thought was even conceivable. You must be dozens of stories up. It doesn't even make sense. The building shouldn't even be able to be this tall. Okay. You feel like you could reach out and touch a cloud right now. Can I? You could try. I want to try to touch a cloud. <laughs> you, you reach out into the sky, and you hear a voice behind you. Careful, it's a long drop.
0: I'm not going to fall. Uh, I turn around.
1: You turn around, and you see is standing there, giving you a smile.
0: <laughs> I can see you.
1: Yes, this is my home.
0: For the time being. <laughs> I, I thought I'd never be able to see you again. I'm so happy. I, to be honest, Ensol will kind of approach him, their hands clutched on their chest. I wanted to thank you. I'm glad. Come here.
1: He opens his arms.
0: Does he want to give me a hug?
1: hmm He wants to give you a hug. Oh,
0: I'm going to give him a hug. And
1: he pulls you in for a soft hug. He, he closes one wing around you as well. It and this is... is
0: real right now. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm very glad you're here. <laughs> I apologize for bringing you here on such short notice, but I felt it was time for you to meet me in person, as it were.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. I thank you, Ish. Um hmm. am... am I here here though or is my body so No. Uh
1: <laughs> you are here. All of you.
0: <sighs> okay.
1: I wanted you to meet the others that work for me as well. The others that assist me, I should say.
0: Uh, You... you have people who assist you? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: People like yourself. Those who believe in helping. Okay. I'm sorry if I've led you on thinking that you were the only person I was speaking to.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, maybe a a little bit.
1: (laughs) It doesn't make you any less special. You are unique, and I truly glad that you're with me
0: am i still being held by him
1: no he kind of good okay he, he gave you a shorter hug and then backed away i, I apologize for not saying that clearly <laughs>
0: okay. no it's it's okay the the kindness is enough i uh i get a bit of a big head sometimes so i apologize it is
1: it is all right well there's so much um, to say i'm not sure where to begin truly
0: well, you said you wanted me to meet some people. Should we start there or is Certainly. there something first? Or okay. <laughs> okay.
1: I want you to know that you are dear to me, and that what I want you to be a part of is important. What we do is important. Saving not just this world, but all all worlds. It is the most important thing that can be.
0: I agree. I've seen what the enemy has done.
1: He nods solemnly. Yes. What has been done has been terrible. Come with me. He holds a hand out.
0: I take it. I feel like Soul almost mentally feels like a child right now. Mm-hmm. Like so many things are filled with wonder and uncertainty. I don't know. I, I feel as though Soul's going back to a bit of a childlike wonder mentality currently.
1: Uh, Soul's regressing a bit. Okay. A little? A little.
0: Okay. Alright.
1: So Ish will take your hand and walk you down this small staircase that leads to the floor beneath. This floor seems slightly larger, so you get the feeling that the spire, each floor is slightly smaller than the one below it. And in the middle of this room is a large table. Uh, this is an eight-sided table. There are eight chairs around the table, and it is it appears to be ornately carved from a single piece of marble. Okay. He walks you to one of the chairs gestures a hand, and the chair itself will slide from the table and present
0: itself Does to you. Does this table look familiar to me? No. This is not the giant's no. table from your dream. Okay. I just wanted to check, because <laughs> Soul would be far more cautious about this. Hmm. Um, Thank you. And Sol will sit down.
1: You sit, and Ish will make another gesture with his hand, and the chair will push itself in, and you find yourself comfortably seated at the octagonal table. Ish will sort of slowly walk in a circle around the table. I have those who have pledged to assist me. They are from many different places, and all of them bring a special skill set that I find important, as well as their total dedication to my cause. And I wanted to explain to you my cause before I introduced them to you. I want you to understand what it is that I am trying to accomplish. Okay. I want you to go on a journey with me, and it's one that will take place in here. And he touches the side of his head. You will uh, be in no danger, but you may see things that frighten you.
0: But I'll be safe. He nods. So it's okay.
1: Yes, it is purely delving into my own memories. You'll be in no danger. I just wish you to understand.
0: Um, Ish? Yes? Are you going to be okay? Okay.
1: He smiles and laughs a little bit. I truly appreciate that you look out for me, but I will be fine. Promise? He smiles again. Yes, I promise.
0: Okay, good. Then I'm perfectly fine with going in your head? Memories?
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So he holds his hands out and floating above the table appears an enormous egg-like shape. Okay. He says... First, to understand everything, you must understand, well, everything. This is existence. These gestures to this large egg shape that's floating above the table. Imagine that all the cosmos, all of the worlds that you know, all of the planes that can be imagined exist within this. Okay. He turns his hand slightly, and a blue light will appear in the middle of the egg. He says this is is where we are. Some call it the prime. Others call it the material. This is... Yes?
0: It's the plane of existence, right?
1: He nods. This is where all mortals live and die. He turns his hand over again, and you see a cascade of these blue dots appear all throughout the middle of the egg, like all creating the halfway layer of the egg. Says there are many, many like this. Mm Mm-hmm. Numbers nearly beyond count, but each one is special, each one is unique, and each one holds brave and beautiful souls, like yourself.
0: Sorry, I didn't, that, I didn't mean to be disrespectful. Sorry.
1: No disrespect taken. He turns his hand again, and you see colored lights appear around the edges. Not the top or bottom, but around the sides. Okay. These represent elemental planes. Places where neutral forces exist, such as fire and earth, air and water. He turns his hand again, and you see brighter lights appearing around the top of the egg. These are the upper planes, what you would call the heavens, where I was originally from.
0: Why did you leave?
1: Well, that's what I'm going to explain to you.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all right. I understand this must be exciting. Soon you will have the answers you seek. Finally. <laughs>
0: Sorry, that's not against you. That's just life for me. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to shut up now.
1: <laughs> Please do not. Your inquisitive nature is charming.
0: Soul looks like they're holding back a smile.
1: These planes contain beings like myself, angelic beings, as well as many of the gods. Others. He turns his hand again, and you see sort of the red lights appearing around the bottom of the egg. Others live here, in the Lower Plains, what your people call the Hells. Hmm. They are a place that are, well, they are fraught with danger. But, like all things within creation, all the lights inside fade out, and the egg itself becomes more firm. Like all things in creation, it serves a purpose. It is, in many ways, like a machine. The machine functions in that the gods exist... They attain spiritual energy from faith given to them by their faithfuls in the material plane.
0: The gold cords. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Yes, the gold cords. You've seen them. I saw one. You are impressive. In so little time, you already begin to see the nature of things.
0: Uh, I just... I just have a habit of getting myself in trouble.
1: (laughs) (laughs) One habit that I hope you keep throughout the rest of your existence. It is an endearing quality. Well... You must understand, the nature of the gods is that they attain energy, spiritual power, faith, from those who believe in them and worship them, and they use that power to affect changes in the world to make it more to their liking. Does this make sense? You must understand- Yes. The nature of the gods are not as infinite as you might have been led to believe. Now, they are-
0: Well, not originally.
1: They are far stronger than any mortal, of course, but- they are certainly not infinite. They can be... I have
0: another question. Of course. Maybe this is a bad question. Um, Is it possible for us to be stronger than a god? Innocent blinks. Is that a bad question?
1: He considers it for a moment. and says, I do not believe a question can be bad. Only the intent in your heart for what you would do with the knowledge. Only that can be bad. And well, to... I just- And to answer it, yes, it is possible for a being like ourselves to become more powerful than a god. We have the same mechanisms, the same templates that they do. Hmm. And given enough spiritual energy, that which the gods consume in the form of faith and the souls of their faithful, it is possible to become more powerful. And It is possible, yes, to defeat one were it to come to that.
0: So looks at their own hand
1: you have so much potential
0: I just want to make sure to protect people and well I think I met I think a god recently
1: he nods they are a strange type of being sometimes they they can be found in the strangest of places
0: I failed to protect someone all the way
1: Hmm. I understand what that is like but I believe you've done your best (sighs) thank you It's quite all right. So, I want you to understand something. And it's something important. Okay. When someone mentions hell, what is it that you think?
0: Fire. (laughs) Wait, that that might be mean to the fire elementals, though. Hmm. I guess that's kind of bad, because when I think of my girlfriend, I also think of fire. So that might not be the most appropriate way. (laughs) I guess, well, in a general sense... A version of bad? Many see it that way. Yes. Does does good come out of there? I mean you would know better than me.
1: Good can come from everywhere. I want you to understand that the nature of heaven and hell may not be quite what you imagined they were. They are all places that serve a specific function in the machine of the cosmos. And heaven and hell serve similar functions. They both extract spiritual energy. One does it through meditation and peaceful contemplation, which works for some. Others do not have that capability, and that is what hell is for. It is for extracting spiritual energy by punishing. The souls that get sent to each of these places are judged by the mechanism of the cosmos, and they are found either to be deserving of reward or punishment. But the end result ultimately is the same. Their spiritual energy is merged with that of their deities, or those who hold domain over where they end up in the afterlife, once they pass from the material. Do you understand?
0: So far, I think (laughs) sorry. It's all right. I think I understand so far.
1: The next part can be confusing. Okay. So, if you remember the egg, he kind of causes it to kind of rotate around so you can see the whole thing in this interesting egg shape. All the cosmos and everything you understand is inside it. hmm But there is something outside of it as well. Okay. The rest of existence is, well, everything outside of it is the Abyss. It is a twisting, chaotic realm that contains nothing of any value or purpose It serves only to destroy and consume. It is truly the only evil that I can understand.
0: It sounds like it. So, so the quote-unquote heavens, hells, and elemental planes are keeping all of us safe from the abyss?
1: He shakes his head, no, not exactly. The abyss is unable to get inside the egg. He reaches a hand out, kind of touches the shell of the egg. It is impermeable in all but one place. He turns the egg with his hand and points it to where the bottom of it is facing you, and you see a hole in the very bottom.
0: Where the quote-unquote hells would be. Correct.
1: This is the only flaw in creation.
0: So, how do we fix it?
1: He smiles. That is exactly what I'm trying to do.
0: Okay, that makes sense. So, is that why we consider the hells bad? Because the abyss is coming through it?
1: Many consider hell bad because it is filled with the souls of those who did terrible things in life, and filled with devils who take pleasure in the punishment of those wicked people. Is that what you mean?
0: Well, I just thought if it really isn't bad bad but people consider it bad that maybe the bad portion is just coming from the abyss, but I didn't know. Uh, Hmm. Sorry.
1: It's fine. This is something that took me a long time to truly understand and accept, and many, many eons ago, when I truly understood the nature of our cosmos, and I understood what it meant for that rift to exist, and what the infinite abyss could do to the cosmos... I, I did something that many consider unforgivable. What did you do? I questioned.
0: That's, that's wrong? He nods. You're, you're telling me that questioning things is wrong.
1: He nods. When it comes to a god, they do not accept such things. I simply questioned why our existence was such a way. Why the hole in the bottom of the cosmos needed to exist at all. If it could simply be mended. If the hole could be sealed and our system would be safe for eternity.
0: Why does it even exist then? Why did it happen?
1: He shakes his head. I'm sorry. The gods, every one of them, answered the same. They simply said, this is the way of things. And I was to accept it. I considered their answer and...
0: Soul raises their hand. Yes, Soul. Sounds like a bunch of bullshit to me. Sorry.
1: Soul, you are a wonderful being.
0: <sighs> I'm just me. I'm nothing super special. I just want to help people.
1: So do I. That's why I'm glad you're helping me. I want you to understand. I came to a decision a long time ago after I heard what the gods said about the nature of the universe. I. I disagreed with them. I thought that there was a better way, and I came up with a plan.
0: I have another question. Yes? Have the gods forgotten us all, then?
1: No, they they do not have that luxury. Like I said, they require your energy.
0: It sounds almost gross.
1: He nods. It can be, from a certain point of view, it can be seen as almost vampiric.
0: I've killed one of those. I know Sorry. you Sorry. Uh, you don't like me killing things technically. I understand
1: why you did it. You did it to save one of your friends, and that is the greatest motivation that there is. It's the motivation. Which... Go ahead.
0: Did you serve under a specific god?
1: I was created by many of the gods when they worked together at the origin of the universe. The field of flowers I showed you Yeah. We were planted by an effort of many of the gods working together, and we served at the pleasure of many of them. I see. I
0: feel like a lot of us have some things wrong, but.
1: (laughs) I, uh. Oh, well. I served as a messenger for much of my life, but I want you to understand that my plan was viewed as extreme. I knew that there was only one way. ...that I was ever going to be able to seal that rift and save everything. I would have to do it myself.
0: But you also have friends now.
1: Yes, I do. I have many friends, and I'm very blessed to have them. I... like I said, I was a messenger. I was a being that, while divine on some level, was not capable of affecting the kind of change that needed to be done... And I understood the nature of the gods and of faith, and I knew that, like you do, I had the potential to become greater, and I did.
0: How did he do it?
1: I had to go somewhere, a place that I would like to take you in my mind.
0: Okay.
1: He asks you to close your eyes to go along with him on a journey.
0: Okay, I close my eyes. I'm actually closing my eyes. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. So... You feel yourself floating in a void, like you do sometimes when you talk to Ish. Okay. You see him there before you. He holds a hand out. Oh, I take it. This may seem (laughs) a bit, well, rough, so please don't be too afraid. I had to go to this place. You feel a sensation of falling, very fast speed,
0: Am I still holding Ish's hand? Yes, and
1: he's watching. (laughs) Okay, I'm fine. And you you, you feel like wind rushing past you as you're falling toward an unseeable ground beneath you. And the void you are in is replaced by darkness. And suddenly you strike, and you're standing on ground that feels freezing cold. You look around, and you see a wasteland, a volcanic wasteland, twisted landscape, where you see... Crowds of dark figures that are half-see-through, trudging about in endless despair.
0: Where is this?
1: This is Avernus. Avernus is the first layer of hell. This is where souls go to be judged and sent for eternal punishment. Any souls that were deemed unworthy of reward were sent here. I came here myself a long time ago because I knew I would need to... Become stronger i would need to absorb power in order to gain the ability that i needed to, the ability that i was seeking
0: how long ago did you do this
1: longer reckoning than can even be spoken a very long time ago okay once i did i ventured to hear you feel yourself falling again you see an endless spiraling city that goes off in all directions and has towers and buildings at impossible angles. This is the city of Dis. It is the second layer of hell. It is a place where, well, where those do- who dwell here are damned with eternal sadness and despair.
0: I see. Is it, is it wrong to feel bad for them?
1: No. Pity is understandable. But I'll also understand that everyone here, all the souls in this place, have already been judged. There are no innocents in this place.
0: I... I understand that. I just... I can't help but feel sad for others. He nods. It's just who I am.
1: I understand. You feel another sense of falling. You find yourself in, well, what can only be described as a horrible sewer... A horrible open sewer that stretches on forever. This is Erebus. This is where those who are greedy go. I just... Perhaps this is not the best way to explain this. Is this all making sense?
0: I understand you've gone this way to gain your power, but I suppose what is the... Why are you showing me?
1: I just want you to understand my journey... Okay. I, I went as far as I could.
0: He didn't make it.
1: He pulls you down and down and down and down and down until eventually you reach a realm of iron and torture. You see steel cages suspended over an endless darkness. I made it to here, a place known as Cana.
0: Which number is this?
1: This is the eighth layer.
0: What stopped you?
1: I had reached the notice of that which dwells on the layer beneath, what one would call the king of hell. He had seen my descent, and he knew that I was a threat, so he challenged me. I wasn't expecting him, and I was not prepared. I was going to fight the devil that exists here, the one that controls this realm, uh, being known as Mephistopheles and I was preparing to strike at him when his lord arrived. a Being known as Asmodeus, he clenches his jaw as he says the name. It was a terrible battle. i I don't believe I ever had a chance of winning it, but I performed as well as I could, and I was able to wound him greatly. I believe to this day he is still in a coma.
0: So you could make it this far again if you wanted.
1: Almost. I was weakened after my battle with him, and his lieutenant, Mephistopheles, was able to purge me and send me out of hell. I tried to return to my home, and the gods would not take me. They said that I had committed a terrible crime, that I had gone against their plan, and that there was no longer a place for me there.
0: Soul reaches over instinctively, And rests their hand on Ish's cheek, looking at him very concerned.
1: There is a tear that's running down from one of his eyes, and it's basically it's molten gold coming out of one of his eyes.
0: Can I brush it away without being in pain? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: it, it doesn't hurt.
0: Okay, I brush it away gently. I'm so sorry.
1: It's fine. I would like to see my home one more time, but I understand that it is sealed away from me now. Probably but, for eternity.
0: But if we fix that hole, how could they keep you out?
1: I don't know. Perhaps it's their arrogance. Perhaps they believe that another being trying to alter their creation is hubris.
0: Are they really so great if they would keep someone out who's just trying to do some good? I do not Does know. your home matter if the gods are there? Because if it doesn't Sorry, that, that was rude.
1: It's alright, it's alright. I, I want you to know that I had not given up my quest. I still seek to change the fabric of this cosmos. And in order to do so, I needed spiritual energy. And I had to make a hard decision. The hardest I've ever made. What's that? The hells were closed to me. So were the heavens. There was only one place left that had spiritual energy.
0: The, uh, material plane?
1: He nods. I understood that the sacrifice of those people would mean saving everyone else.
0: Sol drops their hand from his cheek. What? what? What did you just say?
1: That the energies, the souls of those people, could be used to correct the cosmos, to fix the system.
0: And they gave that energy to... Willingly,
1: I'm afraid not. People are unwilling to see the big picture. Do you understand?
0: Souls watching him, and their other hand releases his hand. It's his choice if he wants to keep their hand grasped.
1: Mm-hmm. He doesn't hold on to
0: you. Okay. Souls looking back and forth between his eyes.
1: He's looking at you with kind of a sad expression.
0: Just keep going.
1: And I knew that I managed to get enough spiritual energy few of the prime materials then it would be enough. And I would be able to correct Cosmos. I would be able to return to the hells and I would be able to seal the rift.
0: How many? How many do you need? Eight. Eight.
1: He nods.
0: Soul covers their hand over their mouth, thinking. How many do you have? Seven. Keep talking.
1: I believe that the sacrifice of the few to save the many It's the purest expression of good. And as much as I can try to convince someone of that, they can only see the world they live in. They don't see beyond that. They don't see the other worlds that would be dying, that would be destroyed by the Abyss. They don't see that their own world would be destroyed by the Abyss. I... I understand I'm not offering them a choice. If I could, I would. But it's simply not feasible. Hey, But you can see it now. You can see beyond this world. You can see the breadth of everything at stake here.
0: And I... I'm going to be selfish now. He nods. Not mine. Please. I've tried so hard to save it.
1: I understand. I understand it can be difficult.
0: <laughs> Please not mine.
1: <laughs> it's too late. I've been trapped here for some time now.
0: <laughs> Damn it is you. Damon. Why mine? Why can't it be any other one? Why not?
1: It simply is. But why? This was the one that suited my needs.
0: You, you can't just say it simply is, then you're acting like them. The very people you questioned
1: i understand this was a world that stood at a point that had enough spiritual energy just enough to be enough for my purposes i wanted a place that was not going to create undue suffering in the universe i didn't need to gorge on energy i only needed a little more just enough and that was enough from this world there were others that would have been too small and i would have had to destroy multiple there were others that were larger and i would have Impacted more souls in total this was the one that was the correct size I understand what we agreed to and I mean I stand up by my word you can save your world those who mean the most to you will be safe he will he nods those you love can go with you always you've seen the strings you've used the abilities You know that you have dominion over them.
0: But where would we go? Would we still be here?
1: He shakes his head no. There won't be a here left. (laughs) But I want you to understand. When this is all over, there will be a new order. And I want you to be part of that. It is specifically why I chose to have eight champions with me.
0: So, ripples of darkness are shedding off of Soul's body, emitting from it, almost. This is extreme despair that they can't control currently. Soul, I don't want to be special. I just wanted to save everyone.
1: I'm afraid it's too late for that.
0: <laughs> so you, you lied to me about Glarv.
1: No. You asked me if Glarv worked for me.
0: I said if you had any affiliation to him.
1: Not anymore. I have no affiliation with Glarv. I have severed ties with him.
0: Why? Because Is he not one of your eight?
1: Not any longer. Why? Simply because I have replaced him.
0: Soul's eyes widen. They instinctively step back.
1: You are a far, far greater find than he was. You have a nobleness in your heart that he did not have. You'll make a much better champion to my cause than he ever could.
0: Sol just looks sadly at him, and then bows their head.
1: I understand that it is solemn, the work we do, but understand it is for the greatest good.
0: I want you to understand I'm not happy.
1: You will be someday. Joy will return to your heart.
0: Sol kind of crosses their arms in front of them and kind of holds themselves. (laughs) How much of a choice do I have in any of this? What do you mean? What if, what if I said I wouldn't help you? What would you do? I see. Just tell me. I what do, would you do?
1: I do not wish for this, and I, I do not believe that that information would help you in any way.
0: Soul starts to kind of curl in on themselves a little bit. I wasn't scared, but I've never felt this sad. This is worse.
1: He nods, I understand, and I want you to understand that I feel it as well. When I said that I loved all creatures, that's the truth. It pains me greatly what I've had to do, but it is something that I would do again in an instant, because I know it's the right thing to do.
0: Sol looks up at him. Tears have been spewing down their face. I don't know how to do any of this. I, I don't know how comfortable I am with all of this. nods, I understand
1: and I also understand that you don't want to be a part of what is to come and I will spare you from as much of it as I can in fact, all you really need do now is simply protect those that you love and, perhaps get revenge on Glarv that is something that you wished correct?
0: yeah, I did
1: I won't stop you. He has wronged you and your friends. It is your right.
0: Is it really right?
1: And that's to be debated. And I've been told before that my morals were not correct. So perhaps I'm not the best judge.
0: Soul at this point, has their knees on the ground. They're kind of hunched over. Still holding themselves.
1: My best friend told me, in fact. It was a long, was... long time ago. But he and I traveled the heavens together. It was beautiful. Something that I remember often. That time was beautiful. It was when I was young, and everything was right in the cosmos. I had not learned of the true nature of things yet, and I was at peace. What
0: happened to him?
1: Well, when I had discovered what happened, I explained to him... Everything I had found out, everything that I knew was wrong, that I needed to change. And he looked at me with fear, and it was eye-opening. We were both so small back then, and our paths diverged. I went to the Hells, and he stayed and did his duty. I wonder what he's doing now. Well, I shouldn't say it quite that way. I know a bit of what he's doing now.
0: Sol just looks up at him. A little confused.
1: I must confess, I do know a bit more about him, and a bit more about you than I perhaps let on. What, what do you mean? Well, you share his energy. Ah. Uh... In fact, the feather that you'd carried with you your entire life is one from his own wing. I would recognize it anywhere.
0: Did you come after me for that, or?
1: Soul, I did not come after you. You know that. Why me? For lots of reasons.
0: Well, I I want to hear them.
1: Very well. I believe that you are capable of making hard decisions. I believe you are a good judge of what is right and wrong. I believe you are willing to make sacrifices for the greater good. You also happen to be in line for the protectorship. For the barrier that's keeping me and my people trapped here. (sighs) You are also a descendant of my best friend all of these things drew me to you I chose you I did not come after you but don't you see it's it's too perfect it's almost faded
0: Saul has nothing to say for once
1: I know you'll need time to process everything I've told you and I wish to give you that time but understand that I do not have eternity to wait on you I
0: understand
1: your mind is nimble you were born a mortal, so you understand the importance of acting quickly. I trust you'll come to a decision soon.
0: What? What would I have to do? To assist me? Yeah.
1: Not much. Like I said, all you would need to do is ensure that the barrier comes down. Just. I'm not asking for you to kill your mother. I'm asking. Okay. <laughs> I would never ask you to do such a thing. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. What I am going to ask of you is to return to your homeland when the equinox comes. I want you to have your day. I want you to be happy. I want you to hold the hand of the being that makes you happiest in this world. And I want you to swear a union to him like you have been betrothed to do so.
0: I'm already married to him. I know.
1: I know. I want you to do this for your mother's sake.
0: Are you going to do the same thing that? that I saw Glarv did
1: no I don't believe I have to understand he is not a virtuous man and certain things had to be done to ensure his loyalty things that I (laughs) things that I do not wish on anyone and things that I truly believe I don't have to do for you
0: you promise
1: he nods I do not Saul
0: gingerly holds up a shaky pinky (laughs) (laughs)
1: He cups your hand with both of his and he looks you in the eye. I want you to go through with the ceremony with your mother and when she passes the power on to you, it will simply fade away. She'll be none the wiser. Do you understand?
0: Soul nods. There's still tears going down their face. Soul. Yes?
1: You are being exceptionally brave. I understand that this is a lot of information to take in. Would you Would you like to meet the others?
0: Sol just quietly nods, but they don't have much mental energy to make their own body move currently. Will they be mean?
1: I certainly hope not.
0: Glarv was mean to me.
1: Glarv didn't know how important you were. Glarv was also, I believe, mortals would have given the expression, kind of a dick.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he is. I don't think Sol's been able to stop the tears coming out of their eyes. Hmm.
1: I am truly sorry for making you cry. I I hope Rakael can forgive me.
0: Is that my grandfather?
1: He nods. I called him El, and he called me Ish.
0: What's your full name, Ish?
1: I am Krishna. It's
0: nice to meet you, Krishna.
1: He gives you a smile. It's nice to meet you, Soliana
0: soul with shaky legs stands up finally I'm going to be in a mood for a bit just so you know
1: it is understandable you have just seen the truth of existence and it can be harsh it is a weight that I do not wish on anyone
0: why are you okay with me when I hated you for so long
1: you were misinformed you were not given the full picture you hated the concept of what I stood for in an immediate sense. In a way, you simply lacked context. I don't believe you hated me. I believe you hated the actions I had to take and I want you to know I also hate those actions. You do. I simply understand that
0: they're necessary. Okay. <sighs> so will really just need someone to hug them to be honest. <laughs> They, like, keep hanging their head as if they're supposed to rest it on someone, but the someone they normally rested on isn't here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Ish is not willing to be huggy with you right now. Trying to be respectful, but he's trying to be very rational right now. He's not trying to appeal to you emotionally. Gotcha. He's trying to explain to you his reasoning for why he's doing things.
0: I... I have another question.
1: You may ask as many as you'd like.
0: Can I make a place like this?
1: Like this room?
0: No. My world. When everything's said and done, can I remake it?
1: When everything is said and done, he gestures to the egg, and you see these nine discs at the bottom of the egg, each lower than the other. Mm Mm-hmm. Each one kind of smaller than the one above it. He says, I would like to give one of them to each of those who stood with me.
0: Wait, on the bottom? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't... aren't those... Hell. Would that mean that people wouldn't be hurt in those anymore?
1: I believe that undue suffering can be avoided, yes. I intend to change the system. That is why I'm doing all of this. And as a reward for you, I would happily grant you one of these. It would become your own realm, and you could do with it what you wish. You could make it the paradise you most truly believe in.
0: That's the thing, Daddy DM. Soul doesn't believe in a paradise. <laughs> Soul just nods, but they say nothing. <sighs> I think I'm angry with you.
1: He nods. I imagined you would have such a reaction.
0: I'm trying to stay calm about it, though. I don't think there's a lot I can do about any of this currently.
1: I suppose that is also
0: true. I I keep thinking of a million things, and all I can come up with is why, and I already have the answer, so I don't even know why I keep asking why.
1: It's a lot to process at once, I know. If you need time for yourself, I'm happy to grant that. I don't want to push you faster than you're willing to go.
0: I would like to meet the others.
1: Very well. Then I will you to it. He's going to gesture back to the seat.
0: Soul, will sit down, but their legs like, start to go in like crisscross applesauce on top of it.
1: <laughs> the seat pushes itself into the table and Ish will vanish in a nimbus of light.
0: Soul's kind of looking off in despair right now. They don't really know what to do with themselves. I believe this is what we would call depression.
1: <laughs> so there are seven other chairs around you. You get the sense that you can focus on any one of them.
0: Is is there a number or a set or a no. different shape to any of the chairs?
1: No, not really. They all are cut from a single, what appears to be a single piece of marble.
0: All right, I'll look at the one directly across from you then. Okay,
1: I would like you to roll 1d8.
0: Okay, three! All right.
1: The seat directly across from you pulls out from the table and into existence... Sort of fizzles a figure. The figure itself is sort of androgynous looking. You can't tell if it's a man or a woman, but it looks human. The figure has pierced ears, jewelry studded into its skin, gemstones studded into its mm-hmm. skin on like above its eyebrows. It has very shortly cut hair. Its hair is very bright blonde, almost like a white blonde. Its eyes are grayish silver, but otherwise this figure looks very human.
0: But it has silver eyes.
1: Well, grayish eyes. Oh, okay. The figure appears in the chair, and they're wearing dark clothing that appears to be dark leathers. Mm -hmm. Some parts of them are, are studded with metal, and the figure itself, as soon as it appears, it grins at you. There appears to be piercings in... It's lips, and there's a chain going from one of its ears down into a piercing on its lip.
0: Soul looks nervously at this person.
1: Hello there. Hi. It grins at you. Hmm. I've heard a bit about you.
0: Um, uh, okay.
1: I wasn't sure if I was going to get to meet you anytime soon. It's all very exciting, you know. Is it? The being nods. Oh, it is. Have you spoken to anyone else yet, or, or or do I have the honor of being the first?
0: I'm sorry. I just looked across from me. Um,
1: oh, it's you... quite all right. I'm honored to meet you. I've probably been on this journey not quite as long as some of the others here. I'm a bit newer to all of this, but I've done my part as best I can. It's really nice to meet you. It gives you a smile.
0: It's nice to meet you, too. Well what's sorry
1: it's fine Uh, your soul right Soul nods
0: nervously
1: I'm... I don't know what's happening I'm Zij
0: That's a very interesting name
1: I'm from an interesting place
0: And where do you hail in my world?
1: I'm not from your world
0: no I mean where are you now?
1: Oh oh I see I well I've been in a lot of places. Uh, Ish tends to send me where I'm needed.
0: You're not like Glarv, then. <laughs> soul looks a little embarrassed when he starts <laughs> when they start sm- laughing at them. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at the comparison. No, none of us are like Glarv. Well, maybe one or two of us are like Glarv, but
0: oh, that's great. <laughs> no one should one's... I be worried?
1: No, you're. You're in the right place. I don't really you don't feel like
0: it right now.
1: Yeah. Neither did I when I first started. But you didn't? No. No. I felt selfish. I thought, no, why my world? And I thought, this isn't right. It, th- This is all I've ever known. You can't do this. This is evil. And then I understood. I saw the universe. I saw... Creation and I understood how much bigger it was and how small everything I'd ever seen was. And I understood that it was a small price to pay. In fact, it's a bargain. Go on. It's. They shrug. It's. It's easy to bandy about the word evil, truly, but it comes from a place
0: of ignorance. Soul looks off to the side for a second.
1: <sighs> I mean. I didn't really have an easy life when I was mortal. I didn't have...
0: Tell me about it.
1: <laughs> well.
0: If if you want to, you don't have to. I'm so <laughs> sorry, I... It's,
1: it's quite all right. It was a long time ago, and I'm one of the newer people that's been with Ish, so some of... Really? Do they nod? Some of the beings here have been in the service of Ish for quite a lot longer than I have. Hmm. <laughs> A lot of them have even lost their sense of humor, which I think is probably the oh. saddest thing of all. I think a lot of them don't remember what it's like to even be mortal anymore.
0: Soul bites their lip nervously.
1: Mm. Don't worry. I have a feeling that they were probably like that before, and they've just always had a, a stick firmly up their ass.
0: <laughs> hey, you work with them. You're not supposed to talk about them that way.
1: <laughs> it's fine, truly. Okay. This is... I think this will be a good thing for you. It will be a good thing for all of us, for you to be on the team. You've met Glarv. You know he can be, well, Glarv.
0: Do you... Do you know what's... What I'm going... (laughs) Sol looks embarrassed. I
1: mean, I assume because you have... Well, you have the ring, I assume you're going to use it.
0: I don't like him.
1: (laughs) None of us did.
0: Then why? Why was he even allowed?
1: Because he was the one that was chosen. He was the one that would have made it the... A way to look at it is, he was the easiest choice for the quickest success. We aren't here to make undue pain. We're not here to make suffering. We're here to harvest. And I know that sounds harsh, but it's the truth. Think of it like a farmer butchering a cow. He doesn't take pleasure in the pain of the animal. He's raised it. He loves it. But he knows that in order for him to survive, he has to butcher it. And it can be dirty work. And it can be harsh. But it's what we do. And I believe it has merit. And I think in time, you will too. You may never be quite as comfortable with it as as others on the group. But I think that's what sets you apart. I think it's what gives you that core of hopefulness that I can see in you even now.
0: Can I ask you one more question?
1: They shrug. You can ask me whatever you'd like.
0: What did you want when you made your agreement?
1: <sighs> I I simply wanted the ability to use my talents for a greater purpose. I see. And I can't think of a greater purpose than saving all of existence.
0: Soul nods. Thank you for being honest.
1: Thank you. It was good meeting you.
0: It was good meeting you, too. Be safe.
1: <laughs> they laugh at that last comment, and the being turns into a shimmering black cloud and then vanishes.
0: Why don't you laugh at me?
1: <laughs> yeah. This <laughs> R- looks confused. So, uh, DM to player. You know how I said some of the eight are more powerful than others? Yeah. Zizh is... The top of the pile. Really? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I went for the top first, huh?
1: Yeah, you rolled the top first. Zizh is not... They, they're fine. Zizh is
0: fine. <laughs> I mean, at least I made a decent impression then, since I care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ, of course I went for the top first.
1: <laughs> you find yourself at an empty table. There are seven other chairs. Well, if you discount the one you just pointed to, there are six other chairs.
0: All right, I'll look at the one to my right of it, of the one I was staring at before.
1: Okay. The chair pulls back on its own, and you see vines growing up from the ground, filling a chair. The vines twist around for a while, and then eventually form into a humanoid shape. They seal together and create what looks like a human with kind of green olive skin. Okay. The form looks human and female. Her hair is pulled back into a tight bun, black hair. She has piercing gold eyes. Her features are angular and strong, but her body itself is very lithe. She looks like she has the body of an acrobat. Acrobat. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) So, she looks at you from across the table. Hello. Hello there. You must be Sol.
0: I am. May I ask your name? I am Herku. It's nice to meet you.
1: She nods. It is nice to meet you.
0: Sol looks a little guilty for a second. What is it? I don't know why. It would be good to meet me. Hmm.
1: You are the newest member. Yeah. And if I understand it correctly, you are a very important being on this world.
0: Soul shakes their head in disagreement.
1: Very well. You may disagree if you wish, but my master does not.
0: Our- are we all supposed to call him master?
1: She shakes her head. No, no. I serve my master, and I wish to call my master that. It is. I see. Tradition from where I am from.
0: Sol nods.
1: Some of us do. Some of us do not. We have different motives on
0: this. Soul team. tilts their head. I serve. And what is yours?
1: I serve my master out of duty, and honor. And others. Others serve because they see the higher purpose that my master wishes to achieve. Others serve because they take a sick pleasure in what they do.
0: Soul looks a little scared for a moment.
1: It is not my place to judge. I serve the pleasure of my master, as I have for many centuries, and I continue to do so. That is why it is good to meet you, because I feel you do not serve out of a sense of pleasure
0: Man, Soul feels like such a little kid right now. <laughs> so look at me, I'm the little baby angel. Yeah. Um, hi, guys. Hi, I'm Soul. I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my world just got rocked, slash is gonna get taken away from me. <laughs> I, I just want to help people.
1: I understand. Service was the highest honor that there could be from where I'm from, and... This is the highest calling that I can imagine.
0: Sol thinks about it and has a, a gentler, as if a more understanding nod to that statement. I, believe, I see.
1: I believe you will be fine, Soul. We are a team now. Thank you. She nods and sort of breaks back into a collection of vines that recede away.
0: Sol's just like, I just want to go back to the first guy. He was nice. <laughs> He made me feel a little more comfortable. Oh my god, I'm so scared right now. She just said some of them are mean. (laughs) The next one over to the right, then. The next to the right? Okay.
1: A cloud of red mist appears in the room and coalesces into the seat. You see a human man dressed in fine noble's clothes. He wears a black cape. He has a sash with many medals on it. Okay. His arms are on the table in front of him, and he's looking down at the table itself. And he's kind of looking at the backs of his hands as they sit there. His skin is extremely pale. His eyes are nearly white completely. He looks old, and he looks tired.
0: Excuse me?
1: He looks up slowly, turns his head toward you, and looks at you. His eyes, though almost completely white, seem piercing. Yes?
0: I was simply doing... Introductions to everyone. My name is Soliana Polyhymnia.
1: I am Valdhar, the Damned. Sol looks concerned.
0: If you- if you are busy, we do not need to talk. I- I wanted to say hello.
1: being nods once without saying anything, and fades back into crimson mist and disappears.
0: Sol grimaces. Okay, great introduction, Sol. Look like a jackass. Doing great. Next one over to the right.
1: Okay, so if you look to the right again, this is the seat directly next to you. Yes. Okay. You hear the sound of metal scraping on metal. Ooh. It's loud. The chair peels back, and suddenly sitting next to you is a being that is made of almost what appears to be pure adamantine. Looks like, almost like shined platinum. A humanoid figure.
0: Just as a player thing, is that a warforged?
1: No, not quite. No, okay. No.
0: Is it close to Archie?
1: No, no, it's not a robot. This is a being made of living metal. Gotcha. It's sitting in the you, chair next to you. Like a
0: weird-ass orient?
1: <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah. Okay. So it, it sits, it's sitting in the chair next to you, and it looks over at you, and it sets a hammer- Is it
0: taller? Is it
1: taller than me? Yeah, a little bit.
0: So it looks up. They're still a crisscross applesauce. Their hands are in their lap. <laughs> They're just looking up.
1: It sets a hammer down on the table. Hmm. Well, you must be the new one. Hi. Hmm. I wasn't sure if we were ever going to get a new member.
0: Uh, Sol kind of looks around nervously.
1: Sorry, where are my manners? I am Anvil.
0: It's nice to meet you, Anvil. And since he's right next to me, Sol instinctively puts their hand out.
1: (laughs) He'll reach an enormous hand over and hold your hand and bring it up. And he'll lean down and try to, like, give your hand a kiss, but... He's so much Aww. larger than you. It's a difficult move, and you know it. It sort of works, but not really that well.
0: Oh, Soul, kind of help him if he's going to do that. That's very sweet. So uncrosses and like, <laughs> hops over.
1: Well, I have a feeling you will be a much better member of this team than who you replaced. You are replacing Glarv, correct?
0: I. Does everyone hate him?
1: <laughs> he was not well liked. I imagine you've met him once or twice.
0: Sol looks like they're hiding a smile.
1: And I think you already know the answer to that
0: question. I'm just so surprised. I thought, well, if you're all supposed to be teammates. Aren't you like a family? If only. Soul's looking up with big white eyes. <laughs>
1: if only. We have been at this for such a long time. And some of us have different eccentricities than others. Sometimes they can get in the way of things. Glarve. well, he had his obsessions.
0: Yeah, I know. His fucking wife. Jesus. Mm. Oh, sorry!
1: <laughs> all of us have our own eccentricities in one way or another. I personally think it's a side effect of becoming greater than what we were born as.
0: Then what's yours?
1: Hmm. It's a bit personal. I would prefer not to get oh. into it.
0: I'm so sorry.
1: It's alright. It's just, we've Barely met, and you're already asking me to reveal my deepest secrets to you.
0: <laughs> I... I'm a blabbermouth. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think that's your deepest secret.
0: I... soul kind of thinks about it?
1: You don't have to <clears throat> share.
0: Well, I don't really know what mine is.
1: Then perhaps you simply haven't developed it yet. Give it time. I think all of us do eventually. It's nothing to be ashamed of.
0: I don't think Sol ever sat down... <laughs> <laughs> Once they, like, popped up for the hand kiss. Yeah. They're just looking up at him, mostly still. Um, well, you're very nice.
1: Hmm. Well, thank you.
0: Thank you. I was really scared.
1: You have nothing to be afraid of here. You are one of the eight.
0: Yay. Soul <laughs> looks so terrified.
1: You have nothing to fear here. This is our most inner sanctum. You are at the Spire. This is where you can truly be free and be yourself.
0: I really hate vegetables, actually. I'm not supposed (laughs) to. (laughs) They're like in every meal that I've grown up with, so it'd be super dumb to not like them. But they're so slimy!
1: (laughs) You are an interesting sort, soul. Well, I must be going back. My duties call.
0: Oh, I'm sorry, Anvil.
1: It is quite all right, Soul. Have a pleasant evening. Thank you. He nods and sort of shimmers out of existence.
0: With the sound of metal following yep. him? Yep,
1: metal scraping Ugh. against
0: metal. I think that'll be the only terrible thing about him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, my ears. <laughs> Fuck. Soul, sit back down. They won't crisscross applesauce this time. They kind of have their legs crossed at their ankles now their hands gently sitting in their lap they look over at the chair to their left.
1: You look at the chair to your left you hear the sound of chains chains moving against each other you hear the sound of breathing heavy breathing. Okay. And then sitting next to you appears a figure in a dark cloak. They're, they're wearing gloves and they have a hood pulled over their head.
0: Oh I'm used to this. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, my name's Sol.
1: It moves one of its gloved hands and kind of touches itself on the chest and says, "Kierteen."
0: Kierteen, It's very nice to meet you. Nice. Sol leans closer, not to peer under the hood or anything, but just as a their gesture. They just do this.
1: You didn't want to try to peek under the hood?
0: No, that's rude. Okay, all right. I'm not like Lovette. (laughs) Fair point. I suppose I'll sort of involved with all of you now so if I really don't know what I can do but if you ever want to talk just let me know I guess soul Mm -hmm. mm-hmm friend sure we can be friends
1: the gloved hand will reach out to shake yours
0: oh okay
1: this is going to be a difficult thing to describe so you grab hold of the gloved hand and give it a shake and you can feel something moving beneath the gloves Mm -hmm. Like, every part of this being is shifting around at all times.
0: Okay. Weird, but I'm just gonna roll with it. Thank you for being so kind.
1: Thank soul. Yes? Thank you.
0: Oh, gosh. You're welcome.
1: Soul just smiles
0: at this entity.
1: (laughs) It nods at you and just sort of sits there.
0: Um, if you have work to do, you're welcome to go back. I just simply wanted to do introductions and, I guess, make a new friend friend. Mm-hmm.
1: You hear the sound of chains dragging and the thing sitting next to you fades away.
0: I wonder what mine is. Soul looks at the chair right after it.
1: You hear the sound of buzzing insects.
0: Oh, I'm used to that. <laughs> Wait, like, are we talking like bees buzzing or like, different kind of? Like
1: flies or beetles. Yeah.
0: Not okay. necessarily oh. bees, but just
1: lots of winged things.
0: I can still appreciate insects now past my journey.
1: A humanoid appears in the chair, and his body kind of moves in a jerky manner. Like, he's always kind of looking around at all times. His head kind of sweeps around. His head moves at odd angles as he kind of peers around the room. He locks eyes with you. In this current form, he looks like a human. He has sort of dark skin. He's got pure black eyes. Mm Mm-hmm. You get the sense that he's looking through you somehow, not looking at you.
0: Hmm. Hello. So, soul waves. Hello.
1: He looks at your hand and he moves his up and tries to copy the gesture as best he can, but his muscles seem to move only in spastic movements.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> it's all right.
0: My name's Sol.
1: His jaw it's... clasps shut and then opens and then clasps shut again as he's listening to you talk.
0: It's very nice to meet you.
1: I am Viskers. Viskers? Viskers.
0: He
1: claps his mouth shut again.
0: Yes. Ah, wonderful. I... Soul
1: claps. It is good to meet you. Are you is it? a f- friendly one? You look like a friendly one.
0: I like to think I'm nice at least. We can We can be friends if you want. Nice is good. Okay.
1: I enjoy making friends
0: That's good, I'm glad Mm. Does everyone make noises when they appear?
1: Perhaps To tell the truth, I have not listened in a long time It all runs together, in a way
0: Soul tilts their head, confused When you hear
1: a friend ten thousand times, you no longer listen
0: You're kind of like the hive Sorry
1: He nods Yes, like a hive.
0: Oh, well, you wouldn't happen to know of Mellifero, would you?
1: Hmm, no.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry. No,
1: it is alright. You do not need to be sorry.
0: I feel sorry, like, all the time, though. Sorry. (laughs) Ha
1: ha ha. You are an interesting one.
0: Why does everyone keep saying that?
1: I hope to have more interaction with you soon.
0: Um, I give consent? (laughs) Hmm. What a fun concept. I'm scared. (laughs) I'm so fucking scared as a person right now. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Okay.
1: Well, it is good to meet
0: you. It's good to meet you too. I'm very glad to have made your acquaintance.
1: Mm. He gives you a very wide smile. You hear the sound of buzzing insects and he fades out.
0: I look at the seat after him.
1: All right. This would be the final chair. And you look at it. And the chair remains empty.
0: I almost glare at that chair then. <sighs> Coward.
1: What's wrong? What? You hear Isha's voice from behind you. What is it? I'm
0: s- I am just thought he could face me civilly.
1: Oh, that is not Glarv's chair. Then who? That was a friend.
0: Wait, am I in Glarv's chair?
1: Of course you are. I told you. <laughs> I told you you replaced him.
0: Ah! <laughs> I didn't want to sit in his grody chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it needs to be cleaned if he sat in here. So just hops off of it and just gestures at it.
1: I assure you it is perfectly clean.
0: So almost everyone has pretty much said they had a problem with Glarv or not talked about him at all.
1: And that is true. He was not a popular member of this team.
0: I just, well, I suppose I was told why you did, so never mind.
1: He walks around the table and ends up putting his hand on the back of the chair that remained empty. It was a sad day, when I lost this one. He truly believed in my goal. Who was he? el sheriff If you could believe it, he was a dancer by trade.
0: Hmm. What happened to him?
1: He was struck down by a group who felt that they were saving this world. Which, in a way, they were, but it's a small view. I do not hate them for what they have done. I only pity them.
0: After this one, yes. do you need another?
1: Possibly, but I was actually going to ask you.
0: Yes-ish.
1: Do you know of another that could fill this chair?
0: Sol's mouth opens slightly and then closes.
1: One that has a sense of duty, one that understands the greater good, one that is willing to sacrifice to make the correct decision. It's not an easy ask, and I don't expect an answer, but I am curious... Who would you place here, at your table?
0: A sad smile appears on Sol's face. I don't know if anyone thinks the way I do, but selfish thoughts always seem to come in at awkward times. Hmm, Of course. Perhaps give me some time to think on that. Of course. On the other hand, I have a query. You may ask? I was pregnant before these changes happened. Well, I think I am still in a way... But different?
1: In a way, yes.
0: Did I hurt them?
1: No, not at all. They are undamaged. In fact, they have been elevated, in a sense, in a similar way that you have. Were you to turn them loose now, they would be beings of extraordinary gifts.
0: If I was to turn them loose now. Mm Mm-hmm. But what if I waited?
1: Until what? I don't know. I simply mean that now that they have ascended in a similar way, they are now going to be of extraordinary talent. I see. They are not quite what you are. They are also no longer what you were.
0: They're somewhere in between? He nods. You see, as long as they're okay.
1: You'll find that they are far more than okay.
0: Has this ever happened before?
1: Not that I can think of. Not many beings are ascended in the you are.
0: Soul tilts their head.
1: Understand that what I have done, everything that I have done, has been seen as taboo by the gods. i said before they would accuse me of being filled with hubris and thinking that I could change their plan. I simply wish to improve the system.
0: I understand, and yet I don't. But I will... Soul looks off for a moment. I believe I'll help you for now.
1: Ish will nod. I'm glad to hear
0: it. Sol. Sol looks back over at him. Welcome to the eighth. <sighs> Ish... Yes. I'm going to be angry at you for a bit I fully
1: expect it Okay. I will not contact you unless you wish to contact me thank you I only ask that you follow through with the plan that I have suggested
0: soul solemnly nods
1: I believe in you soul
0: how do I talk to the others? do I come here? how do I do this?
1: this place is available to you now you simply need to will yourself here and you'll be You can use this table to contact the others until you develop more direct means to do so. Okay. I understand that you're feeling out your abilities right now. And in my experiences, it can be easy to do things based on association. And that's why I try to choose these symbols, like this table, to help you. I see. You can come here whenever you'd like. This is a place of quiet reflection. If you ever simply wish to get away, if you ever simply wish to be alone with your thoughts, or if you wish to confide in your companions at this table, that is open to you.
0: Soul nods.
1: Do you have any other questions for me?
0: When this is all done, will everyone be separated because of each of those layers?
1: Not in any greater degree than you're separated now. I believe that you would have the ability to create your own rules, That would be your own realm, and you would be the authority of that realm. If you wished it to be a place where people could pass through, it could. If you wished for your friends or your companions to visit you there, they could. And as I said before, if you wish to take those that you care about with you, that is where they will be.
0: I can't leave them.
1: I understand, and I would not ask you to do such a thing. I have seen the way you care about them.
0: Feel bad about this?
1: I do too. That's simp- It simply means you have a heart.
0: But I don't, right?
1: You have a metaphysical one. Okay. I think you catch my meaning. Look. He gives you a smile.
0: Soul is trying to hide a smirk.
1: I'm glad to see that even when you're mad at me, you're still there.
0: Well, I'm always going to be me.
1: And that's all I will ever ask. Thank you. He nods and disappears in a nimbus of light. You find yourself at the octagonal table sitting by yourself. The far chair that was pulled out pulls itself back in and the table sits in a neutral stance. What would you like to do?
0: Are there stairs to lower levels in this building?
1: Yes. There are stairs that go down.
0: Okay. For now, Sol's going to look again back directly across from their table to the chair across from them. Mm-hmm. Just see if it works again.
1: Okay. The chair pulls itself out and basically a nimbus of black cloud appears and forms into that humanoid I described before. That sort of androgynous, short-haired, oh. pierced figure. Hi there, Soul. Hey. So you made your rounds around the table? Yeah. What did you think? I'm your favorite, aren't I?
0: <laughs> Do you want to be my favorite?
1: They, like, move a hand up in a mocking whisper gesture and go, I'm everyone's favorite. Are you? They wink at you.
0: Well, I was told I was very interesting today.
1: Oh, sure. Let me guess. (laughs) They point over toward Visker's chair. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one thinks anything with a... Well, anything that moves is interesting.
0: Sol puts their elbows on the table and leans forward with their head perched on their hands.
1: Hmm. And what is it, Sol?
0: Why were you so abused? About what? That you were the first.
1: The first that you chose, or the first... Yeah. Well, it means I got to make the best impression.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Anvil might have beat you out on that one.
1: Oh, that polite fop. Of course. <laughs> Should have known. Oh, did he bow all the way to the floor? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I had to stand up so that, um... <laughs> and Sol raises one of their hands instinctively.
1: Zig rolls their eyes. <laughs>
0: <up> the <laughs> and soul gestures to the chair to the left of them. They wanted to be my friend, I think.
1: <laughs> oh, that one. I'm surprised you got three words out of them, to be honest. Yeah,
0: I got like five.
1: Wow. They really must have taken a shine to you then. <laughs> and let me guess. That one was all honor, duty, and honor. And that one, probably just, what, cried when you summoned him?
0: What? No one cried. Mm. I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's fine.
0: Unless they're invisible tears, and then, well, I didn't really use any, um, sea invisibility spells. Oh, gosh. You don't
1: need to use sea invisibility spells anymore. You're, uh, what? You're a bit beyond that.
0: Soul looks back and forth a little uncomfortably. You're an
1: ascended being. You see the universe as it is now. You don't need to use a lot of that, well, lesser magic. You simply are.
0: I, I suppose I'm still getting used to it. Oh, well,
1: true. It takes a long time to get used to that one, but it's very handy. I see. Well, I just hope that you turn out to be a more interesting companion than the one that we lost. I miss sure that guy. I
0: hope I'm better than Glarv. I meant... Oh, wait. I meant... I'm sorry.
1: gestures to the empty chair. I meant that one.
0: I'm I'm sorry.
1: It's fine. He was well. Let's just say he was fun at parties.
0: He was a dancer, right?
1: Zigeon nods.
0: A small mischievous smile.
1: Could dance, sing, and even well play a an instrument or two.
0: Soul raises their eyebrows. Uh huh.
1: Mm hmm. He was a, a dancer by trade, but I, I believe his skills would have been covering much of the bardic arts.
0: I'm here, so I have my lyre with me, right? <laughs> yeah, your
1: lyre's part I'd, of you know.
0: I just reach down and grab my lyre, I guess? Just kind of wiggle it in front of him. Are you going to play me a song? Do you want me to play you a song? They give you a- One s- eyebrow.
1: They give you a eyebrow wiggle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here we go. Ooh, not my best 23. For strings, let's go for the sing next. Mm-hmm. And, ooh, 27 for my sing. I must be nervous.
1: <laughs> I get the sense that you still think that you're somehow bound by your old physical body.
0: What? your Soul stops playing and singing.
1: I get the sense that you're trying to still play by the old rules, if you catch my drift.
0: Soul thinks about it.
1: I simply want uh... you to play the most beautiful song you can imagine.
0: Okay. So, I'm sure Soul has had a song inside of them that would be almost physically impossible to play by yourself. Mm -hmm. And I think it would almost be like a symphony, but even grander than that. Mm -hmm. And if I don't actually need to play, would I just emit such music? You tell me. I think I'll have the gesture there for just the grandeur of it all. Mm -hmm. The presentation. But what comes out I think it would almost be close enough to the songs that Soul heard from Ish. Yeah. For creation. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what you play? Yep. Zizh leans back in the chair, broad smile on her face. Now that is music.
0: Soul has an embarrassed smile, but continues.
1: Zizh gets up from the chair and starts to kind of dance around the room. It's not really good dancing. But they're feeling the song and kind of moving to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh man. But Soul's just loves dancing with people. They're gonna keep the song going, but then go over and offer to dance with them. May I?
1: Why, I think you might.
0: <laughs> Soul holds out their hands.
1: Zij takes your hand and gets into a dancing position with you. Who's
0: leading? Oh, Soul always leads. <laughs> okay. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as if they're not even touching the ground.
1: Mm. The heavily pierced dancing partner smiles at you the entire time.
0: I believe Sol's actually closing their eyes. They're just enjoying a moment. Mm. And then, after some time, they'll keep the music playing, but they'll slow down the dance. They'll open their eyes and look up. Your dance... oh, wait, what is the height comparison?
1: Oh, uh, Zizh is not very tall.
0: Oh, okay. How tall is Sol? Six feet.
1: Six feet. Zizh is probably five nine.
0: Okay, so soul will look down.
1: Well, that was... that was something. <laughs> Thank you for that.
0: You're welcome. And soul will gently lower their arms, and that will slowly quiet the music. And sorry, sometimes I'm a bit competitive. <laughs>
1: I think that's a good trait to have, personally. <laughs> Some on the team might disagree. That's my opinion, at least.
0: Thank you for dancing with me.
1: They give you a toothy grin. It was my pleasure.
0: Soul nods.
1: So... All of us on the team typically have a name, something that goes along with our particular peculiarities.
0: Soul tilts their head.
1: Well, that one, they point at where Viscers appeared. Mm hmm. That one is the insect, they point at your chair. The one that used to sit there was the fat. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. You're telling me. The one that sits there, they point to Hercule's chair. That's the Thorn. They point to Valdhar's chair. That one's the Damned. They point to Anvil's chair. That one's the Heft. They point to Kirtan's chair. That one is the Chain. They walk over to the empty chair and kind of touch the back of it. This one was the Gray.
0: Which one are you? Do I really get to decide this?
1: Hmm. I mean, are you are you asking Ziz? or are you asking- No,
0: I'm asking you as a DM.
1: <laughs> oh, probably not, but you can try.
0: Okay. Um... I don't even know. I, I don't even think I'm done growing.
1: Oh, you certainly haven't yet, but you will soon.
0: You all make things happen when you teleport. Mm-hmm. How do I know what I do?
1: I suppose you've already seen some of it. I mean, surely you've noticed one or two eccentricities about your abilities.
0: Well, the feathers have always been a thing since forever. Mm. I do see them on you even now. Soul instinctively turns around to look at themselves almost. Like a dog chasing their tail. Mm -hmm.
1: And to yourself, you look like you're in the form of your normal soul body, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it seems like Zish can see right through it. What? What? There's nothing to be ashamed of. I think it's an interesting form. I like the wings.
0: (laughs) It just sort of happened. Hmm. There's three of them, I think, last I counted.
1: Three wings or three pairs of wings?
0: Three pairs. Because you've got more than that now. What?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I would touch them, but I think that would be rude.
0: Soul looks behind them as if they're looking for these wings and then nervously looks back. Do you want to?
1: Oh, I don't think that would be proper. We've just met. Okay. And besides, <laughs> if I touched your wings, you might want to touch me, and I don't think you'd like to do that.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: No, it's quite alright. Just understand that, well, not all of us look quite as majestic
0: as you do. Soul blushes. <laughs> Looks away instinctively I... <clears throat> look, I don't know why I look this way I imagine
1: it was the influence of that Feather that you wear Probably So
0: instinctively touches it Or maybe I'm completely wrong
1: A lot of it has to do with your psyche With what you believe What you value These all sort of manifest themselves when you become Greater You know what I mean? mm mm-hmm. So when you did Well, this is what your mind chose for you, in a way, which I think I might give you an understanding a bit more about Glarv in general, right? That his subconscious was, in fact, ever hungry beast.
0: Hmm. I see. Do you? Uh, well...
1: Do you see? Soul instinctively steps back.
0: I, I want to see past their illusion.
1: So, the five foot nine figure that stands in front of you with the toothy smile and the body piercings. You look at them, and you try to see what's beyond them, and what you see is a twisting, chaotic mass. It's a chaotic, twisting mass of eyes and mouths. It's constantly shifting.
0: If soul had a heart, it would be racing. <laughs> but their demeanor is actually very calm for once.
1: Zish gives you a wink. Like what you see?
0: So looks down at their illusionary self? Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Huh. I do.
1: Well, thanks for not judging on someone's looks.
0: To be honest, I'm more curious of anything.
1: Well, it's pretty easy to change one's shape. Hmm. <clears throat> Let me do my best. Zish concentrates for a moment, and the mass of eyes and teeth and mouths shift and can reconfigure themselves and they end up looking like you me uh-huh like oh that makes so uncomfortable <laughs> like, like your angelic self oh yeah
0: so it's like i would be looking in a mirror Uh huh. what it's, do i see
1: you see a 30 foot tall angelic being with seven pairs of wings
0: seven <laughs> jesus christ
1: some of them are smaller than others. Some of them are enormous and majestic. All of them have, like, teal-colored feathers. You see a halo behind their head that sort of washes out any facial features. Except its movements are a little more jittery than yours.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like it's, it's taking a lot of concentration to hold the form. And then it, it returns to what it was. The chaotic mass of constantly shifting features. Oof. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is everything all right? Did I do an all right job?
0: Yeah, I guess it's just weird to see myself.
1: Hmm. I mean, mirrors exist, you know.
0: Salt looks away, blushing again. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Never had to use a mirror. Interesting.
0: Well, I mean, you didn't really need to. I'm
1: not quite sure what that means, but all right.
0: I mean, I can. I I know how to use a mirror. It's just not something that was really necessary growing up. Hmm.
1: You were from a society that didn't value looks at all?
0: <laughs> so, has their hand up to their face and they just bite their index finger? Uh, uh perhaps, let's say, <laughs> that maybe I had, um, servants who dressed and brushed my hair and stuff. Oh! Every morning.
1: <gasps> Zish, like, puts a hand on their chest and, like, sucks in a, a gasp of air. <gasps> I didn't realize I was in the presence of
0: royalty. Don't you dare!
1: <laughs> and they give you- Soul
0: instinctively grabs their shoulders. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> I hear it enough from my party. Hmm. Well. Soul's letting go a little bit. <laughs> you are
1: more interesting than Glar. I'll give you that.
0: Ah, <laughs> you can't just go and tease someone like that. And I'm, and I'm not royalty, okay? I was- Going to be the protector. Ooh, so like, has a direct hand <laughs> chopped t- in the air towards them.
1: I like that. No, let's keep that. What? I don't think you're going to be. I think you are. How does that sound? Test it on your lips.
0: The protector?
1: Put it all together.
0: I am the protector.
1: Oh, your name.
0: <laughs> Soliana the protector? I like it. <laughs> Soul looks embarrassed.
1: We'll have to tell the boss. See what they think. Uh,
0: it, it's whatever.
1: You never asked You're... me, by the way.
0: Oh, you wanted to share now, huh? Soul kind of leans over them.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm just saying you never asked me. I told you everyone else's names.
0: That is true. What's yours?
1: Their eyes flash with a mischievous smile. I'm the nightmare.
0: Interesting. Soul's still kind of over them, even though it's not as many inches as it would be like Siva or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they still have a bit of height on them, nonetheless.
1: I mean, you have a bit of height on them in the form they choose currently. This is true. Like, physical intimidation doesn't work so well against.
0: They're not intimidating. Oh, alright. It's more competitive, but in a very friendly way for Soul. This is the one person where Soul's like, oh, I can kind of vibe with you a playful wavelength of sorts.
1: Well, Soul, I think you are going to be an interesting and fun addition to this little team of ours. And I can't wait to spend some more time.
0: Healing's mutual. Hmm. Soul will kind of lean back a little.
1: Hmm. Well, you take care of yourself, alright?
0: I will. I gotta go take care of some fat. <laughs>
1: Have fun with that one, will you? I will. Good. They, like, give you a mocking, playful, blowing a kiss gesture as they turn into a nimbus of black cloud and fade away.
0: Oh, embarrassment. (laughs) Uh, Souls confused why they weren't scared. Maybe because there's been a lot that's happened today.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you again find yourself alone in the octagonal room with the table?
0: I'm gonna go down those fucking stairs.
1: All right, you head down the stairs. The next level down is larger than the level above it. As it appears, the spire gets wider the closer you get to the base, mm-hmm. and you have no idea how many levels down this goes. But there's, that the staircase continues to spiral down, and each level you get to has something in it. Like you find an area with what appears to be like meditation chambers. You go down into an area that seems to be like a study. You find a place with different kinds of plants that you've never seen before. Ones that are crazy, exotic, wild-looking colors of flora you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go into a level where there's books, all in languages that you've never seen. There's each level that you go down to, there's some other crazy wonder that is just all new for you.
0: Soul's curiosity is fucking up the wazoo right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder if girl would like it here. Do I know anyone who would be good for this? So,
1: how far down are you going, by the way?
0: Oh, I think at some point, soul is levitating themselves down. Mm -hmm. Instinctively. Yeah. I guess they're going to keep going unless something catches their interest. Okay.
1: You keep going down until eventually you, like, I mean, once you go down maybe 20 or 30 levels... And you kind of just end up kind of glazing over what the levels contain at this point because they're all such insane-looking and odd things in each one that they it's almost like the novelty wears off. Yeah. And you're almost not even barely paying attention anymore. You're going down the stairs until eventually standing on one of the levels is a being in heavy armor that stands maybe 15 feet tall. It's standing there holding a sword... In kind of like a meditative pose.
0: For the podcast, it's a flayer demon. You know, like one we killed when we went to kill Galarv. Mm-hmm. Soul stops in their fucking tracks. Huh.
1: Its wings are currently like down over the front of it. You think it's meditating, for lack of a better term?
0: Mm-hmm. It's like it's
1: deep in concentration.
0: Soul looks confused why it's here, but slowly keeps going down. Oh, okay.
1: All right. All right, you keep going down, and you will, as you continue down, you see that there are more and more other beings as you continue down. Yeah. Beings like you saw before, but of many different kinds. Many different types of devils that are in the tower. You find the kinds you found before, like the barbed devil, the bone devil, the... Flayer Devil that you saw there on that previous floor. They're not all asleep or meditating either. Some of them are like either practicing or training or something. Like they're all doing a thing. None of them like when they see you the ones that are active will like very quickly move away from you to get out of your way. And also many of them will get out of your way and they'll bow or they'll lower their head or they'll avert their gaze. They seem to give you respectful distance.
0: Um, thank you. Sol just says this nervously. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I guess I'll keep going. Sure.
1: So the further down you go, the lesser and lesser the beings are that you find. The types of devils you see, they appear to be, like, smaller and weaker. But they all still give you the same level of deference. Until eventually you reach the bottom, which takes you a, a little while. And at the bottom you see a door. There's a large door that leads out. Mm -hmm. onto what is essentially just kind of a craggy rock I see the spires built upon all around you is splashing ocean water as waves will like crash in constantly it appears that like the waves here are actually strong enough that were it not for your divinity Mm -hmm. you would definitely be knocked into the ocean but the waves do nothing to you at all like they wash right over you and it doesn't affect you in any way But the rocks here are sharp and dark, and the ocean is furiously churning, but it's all beneath you, if that makes sense.
0: Gotcha. I don't understand at all. Can I fly up to the top?
1: Sure. You spread your wings and fly.
0: I got seven of them. I got plenty of boost. Mm -hmm.
1: So you push the air out of the way and you rise off the ground. And after a little while, you eventually fly all the way up the spire. Which, by the way, the spire from the outside looks almost like it's a natural spike of stone coming out mm-hmm. of the ground, like a, an enormous stalagmite. Hmm. There's, like, bits of it that are warped out and uneven. But the entire thing creates kind of just a spike coming out of the ocean.
0: I'd like to think that soul is circling the spire as they fly up.
1: Mm-hmm and you get to the top where you find that octagonal balcony where the empty room sits.
0: All right. Uh, The question is how to get back. I can, I concentrate to figure out where grow is to figure out where I am in the world.
1: Sure. Grow is beneath you.
0: Okay. Like straight down. (laughs) So it looks like they're trying to figure out like a long equation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. It's time to be a grown up and figure it out yourself, soul. I just I am with Gro.
1: Alright. You clear your mind, and you find yourself back in Ostrovik. You're at an inn. The room is dark. You can see out the window the very first light of the sun is beginning to become visible on the horizon. Gro is meditating.
0: Soul Scooches over by him and sits next to him and lays their head on his shoulder.
1: He turns his head to you and opens his eyes. Did you have a good walk around?
0: I. I think I need to talk to you at some point.
1: He turns you toward him. What's going on? Um. He leans in and kisses the tip of your nose.
0: <laughs> Girl, I'm in an odd predicament.
1: I mean, yeah, your situation is a bit strange. We've been over that one.
0: Uh. Yeah. You know how I've kind of vaguely talked about the enemy?
1: Yeah. The guy that that Glarb works for.
0: Yeah. Uh, Glarb got fired. Um... (laughs) Okay. And I accidentally became his replacement.
1: I'm sorry, what? So what you just what you're insinuating is that what you're insinuating is that you are working for the enemy. The the guy that's bent on killing everyone on this planet. Yeah. That's that's your your benefactor. That's the guy that gave you your powers.
0: Soul nods.
1: He leans back in bed. His head tilts up to the ceiling. He just takes in a deep breath. Fuck.
0: <laughs> Are you mad at me?
1: I am not mad at you. I'm I'm mad at myself because I told you to take the power. I recommended this, and now you did it, and this is my fault.
0: No, Gro, don't think about it that way.
1: Oh, God, I've... so girl, don't. So, what, does he have, like, this weird control over you now? Is he... he's gonna make you kill everyone? Like, is that even possible?
0: No, not really.
1: How do we stop this? Um... We have to kill him. We have to stop this. We have to save the world. That's what you do. You're the protector. I am. So what's the plan? What are we going to do?
0: Soul is going to try their best to explain what they've just learned. The egg thing, everything, the best that they can. Mm -hmm. They'll, I think, even use illusion, make an illusion Mm -hmm. to show and gesture the best they can.
1: Yeah. No, 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 no. Grows, like pacing back and forth. No 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 no.
0: Soul's just sitting on the bed watching him. No, no, no. Um, there's got
1: to be something that you're missing. there's there's gotta be there you, we can't we can't just let the world die and call it the greater good. like that's insane. right?
0: Soul's is instinctively nodding along with him. I don't think I have much choice in this matter right now. So, yeah. The thing is, if the outcome is this world going, I can take everyone I love with me to wherever we go.
1: Uh, to what? Another world to eat everybody? Or, well, or,
0: or if we're able to get one more person, I don't think there will be another world that needs to be hurt.
1: He sits down on the bed next to you and just puts his head in his hands.
0: Please don't blame yourself. Too late. Soul wiggles over and rests their cheek on his shoulder. I love you, girl.
1: He looks up from his hands and you see he's got tears going down his face. I love you, Sol, but I'm scared.
0: I am too.
1: He reaches over and pulls you into a hug.
0: I think I'm more sad, if anything.
1: What do we tell the others?
0: I can't. We'll still take care of Glar. That will probably satisfy them.
1: So are you going to go through with the plan that it suggested? Are we are we going to go back to Presidium?
0: I don't know what else to do, Crow. Soul explains that when they begged for an answer for what would happen if they refused. And how they didn't get one because it would probably be worse.
1: Send, send me back.
0: What? Why? Oh. And Sol try to look at his face.
1: Just, I'm, I don't know if I can be of any help to you here. I don't, I know you don't need me. At least in the fight, I know you don't need me. Tell me why. Because I'm terrified. And if that's where we have to go, then that's where I'll be waiting for you. Just... That's, I feel like that's where I'll always be, waiting for you.
0: I will scour the ends of the earth for you for the rest of my life, girl.
1: Well, if I understand this correctly, that means eternity.
0: I will always find you.
1: Well, you'd better. (laughs) Your mom's been kind of (sighs) crazy.
0: I'll talk to her.
1: Sol, I love you. I don't know if talking to your mother is going to be a good idea.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, Then I guess I'll see you at our wedding.
1: Fresh tears, exit his eyes. I I love you.
0: I love you, too.
1: He tightens the hug.
0: Then you're sure you want to go?
1: No. You don't have to? I mean, all I'm going to do here is get in people's way and maybe be a target in a combat. Just because, <laughs> I mean, if he can't hurt you, who knows? Maybe he goes after me to get at you. I don't know.
0: I understand.
1: I don't want to be a weakness for you, all right?
0: You aren't a weakness, you're my greatest strength.
1: Sol, you're you're too good. This is all my fault.
0: No 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 no. Please.
1: I'm I'm, I'm going to try to do some research, alright? I need if I get back to the library at the estate, I can maybe try to find some way to get you out of this. To save everyone still.
0: Can I ask you one favor?
1: Of course. What is it?
0: Sol takes out the walnut and puts it in his hand. I think you might need Daddy and Corona's help.
1: I understand. Are you sure I can take this? I mean, wouldn't that mean you can't contact him anymore? Or wait, I think
0: I can contact Corona. You know whatever what? I want.
1: Yeah, I think I think you make a point actually. <laughs> All right then. Well, I um suppose I'll see you in about 2 weeks.
0: Just be safe. Of course. I love you.
1: I love you. He leans forward and gives you a kiss.
0: Happily kiss back, then lean back, and I send him to the estate safely, as possible.
1: Mm-hmm. He pops out of existence, and you can smell just the slightest whiff of
0: brimstone. Just immediately be like, "You're still alive, right?" <laughs> yes. Okay. Did you land as badly as I did it last time?
1: No, I, th- I think you're getting better at it.
0: Okay, that's good. How much better?
1: I mean, I'm in a tree.
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> But I didn't fall. That's... That is good. You're in the flowering tree? Yeah, that's the one. Well, alright. Well. Good luck with Mom.
1: Thanks. Good luck with everything else.
0: Thanks. I'll drop the connection. Alright. Fuck. And you stand
1: there in your room, watching the sun peek over the horizon, shimmering over the Ost Lake. And that is what we'll call it a night.
0: listening as always special thanks to protagonist for the theme music and emily roll for fantasy for this episode's soundtrack interested in following us on social media follow us on twitter at check or want to support the podcast and be part of the czech republic go to our patreon under Kanishra. until next time